Welcome to Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry, a podcast dedicated to changing the way women eat to lose weight so they can feel their hottest. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, former fad dieter turned registered dietitian. Each week, I'll share all of my favorite healthy eating tips and swaps, help you through frustrations on your journey, and show you the science behind losing weight. Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry is here to make weight loss simple, fun, and easy to stick to for life. Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry. Today's episode is a really fun one because whether or not you are a beginner or you are more advanced on your fitness journey and fat loss journey, the basics will take you so unbelievably far. And in fact, you could be more advanced on your journey. But let me tell you, the beginner's guide to weight loss is for every woman out there on their fitness journey because the basics and the beginning tips and tricks for how to set up your plan is important no matter how beginner or no matter how advanced you are on your journey. That's why in this episode, I want to break down really the four biggest lessons that will help bring you back to basics and see progress faster on your fitness journey. I'm going to cover why the basics are important and heck, what even are the basics? I'll be going through the beginner weight loss 101 lesson. That is literally something I teach my clients all the time that I want to make sure you understand as part of the hot, healthy, never hungry community. And of course, we have to put a spotlight on four very special and very important fitness and fat loss lessons that will help guide your journey towards your dream body while also maintaining all your progress. So let's dive in. So to kick off this conversation, we need to talk about why the basics are even important in the first place on a fitness journey. So first, putting the spotlight, if you are a beginner, if you're restarting your journey, if it's almost your day one or like you're contemplating about to begin your journey, trying to figure out your next move, or maybe like you're on your journey, but you'd consider yourself a beginner. Okay, this is for you, girlfriend. So if you are a beginner, You can be doing so many different things. And honestly, you're probably very overwhelmed by how much information there is on social media. There is on the internet. There is even on multiple different podcasts that you might listen to. But the truth is, if you don't get the basics right, which is why understanding and getting the basics and nailing them down are so important. If you don't get the basics right, you will never see progress. And the basics don't just mean what you are doing in your habits. It is actually understanding what is required for weight loss in the first place. As a beginner, if you don't understand what is required for your body to shed body fat, you honestly are going to fall victim to things that aren't going to work for you. In fact, you could be putting in so much work counting, you know, fiber and net carbs. You know, if you ever know anything about that, I've heard a few women come through TSN more recently coming from those experiences. You could be eating all these healthy, clean foods, shopping at Whole Foods, one of my favorite grocery stores in LA, by the way, it's been so hard to find a grocery store, but you could be shopping at so many different really health food stores, but then still not seeing progress and even ending your days hungry. And that's why as a beginner, it is so important to understand what is actually required in your diet for you to produce fat loss, which is your body. You want your body to let go of that fat. You want your body fat to go away. And that actually only comes through energy balance. So we're going to get to beginner weight loss 101 in a second, but I cannot stress this enough that if you are a beginner, you can be doing so many different things and you have so many decisions when you are first beginning your journey on what you should be doing. But let me tell you, the most important thing is calories. We're going to get into it. And if you don't get the basics right to your diet, which includes some of the lessons that I'll be teaching you today to make sure you're setting up your diet right, you will not see progress. 
Okay, the second thing I wanted to address is more advanced women on their journeys who might know the basics of weight loss and might even know beginner weight loss 101, but you are still struggling to see progress. And I will say whether you are trying to lose your first 10 pounds or you are in your last five or 10 pounds and you've been on a 50, maybe 30, 40 pound or whatever amount of weight, weight loss journey, I will tell you that if you don't know the basics, that is an issue. And not that you don't know the basics, but if you aren't executing the basic things right, that is where you're going to get lost in the sauce. And you also are really leaving progress on the table because the truth is the basics actually aren't just for beginners. The basics will take you so far. If I was to wake up tomorrow and want to lose 10, 15 pounds of body fat, what I would do is the exact same thing. Someone brand new, who's never counted a calorie, who doesn't know a blip about nutrition, who's joining TSN, I would be doing the same shit. And I hope that really empowers you, but also puts things into perspective because as you get advanced, you fine tune your diet, you fine tune your choices, you add on things strategically, you know, a beginner who's overwhelmed, a mom who's stressed, who's working. I just had a client recently who kind of, I'm describing her, you know, she asked me about steps and has 10 minutes versus, you know, what workouts to do. And actually I brought up steps because she was like, what workout should I do? I don't even work out at all right now. I'm pretty sedentary. And I said, I just want you to get in some steps. Like, I don't even want you to do a workout. Like you are going to get to the point where, yes, maybe we want to add some things in. But when you are beginning, we focus on food first, then exercise second. And then we make fine tuning adjustments based on your progress. But if you are more advanced on your journey, skipping over the basics will actually sabotage you because it's the basics that produce results. There are things that you can add on to your journey because you're more advanced, but it's just like supplements, for instance. That's a great example. Supplements are to supplement your diet. Now, I always show a triangle, like with my hands, like sort of like the Illuminati logo, guys. I often show a triangle on like coaching calls with my clients to kind of explain the fact that typically we consider supplements at the top of the pyramid. The top of the pyramid meaning the bottom of the pyramid is calories. Then above that, we have macros and micros. If you guys have ever seen that nutrition pyramid of priorities, I know I showcase all over social media and have shown on the podcast before too and on my blog. But anyway, if you Google nutrition pyramid of priorities, you will see that on the bottom is calories. Then there's all these little blips. And then up at the top is supplements. I always share that that pyramid is actually flipped upside down in our culture because the first thing I get asked as a dietitian is, oh, Lauren, what supplements are you taking? Oh, Lauren, what protein powder? What vitamin should I take? What greens powder should I take? And I appreciate these questions and I totally know where they're coming from, but I want to offer a new perspective, which is supplements are maybe for the more advanced person. And they can be helpful in some ways. Not all supplements are created equal, but being more advanced gives you an opportunity to maybe look at things that might help you like 1%, maybe like half a percentage to help you progress on and really up level and reach your peak pinnacle performance as a human being. But truthfully, the basics are going to take you so far because that supplement ain't going to do shit. Let's be real. It ain't going to do shit. If your calories, your protein, your macros, like your eating habits are not in check and you're not getting the right food on your plate in the first place. So when it comes to being a beginner, when it comes to being advanced, I cannot stress this enough. The basics, be a basic bitch, guys. The basics will take you so unbelievably far. Okay, switching gears, we got to talk about beginner weight loss 101 before I want to share these lessons with you because whether you are a beginner or you are more advanced on your journey, it is really important to get the basics right. So when I talk about the basics on a weight loss journey, I am talking about the non-negotiables for weight loss or fat loss. So the first thing I want to explain is 
how weight loss is the goal. And I know I use weight loss and fat loss interchangeably, but how actually we really want fat loss and not just weight loss on our bodies. So weight loss is when you lose weight on your body. Fat loss is when we're specifically trying to target shedding body fat while we want to keep our muscle mass, keep our bone health. We don't want to lose more bone mass. That's horrible as females, especially as we get older. I have a lot of clients in their 40s, 50s, and 60s right now. So obviously being healthy for life is very important as we age. That being said, weight loss and fat loss both can produce progress on the scale. However, we want to make sure we're not just losing weight. We are actually losing body fat. That's the goal. You want to lose fat. You want to lose the extra fat on your body. We don't just want to lose weight because you could lose weight. But if you're not really targeting that fat loss, that isn't really the goal here. We want to make sure we're actually shedding weight. Plus, side note, you could manipulate your weight on the scale. And that's why, you know, day to day, you might see massive scale changes. You could lose four or five pounds in a day. You could gain four or five pounds in a day. But that four or five pounds isn't pure body fat. That can only happen over a sustained period of time. You won't see that day to day, which is why we track the lowest weight of the week. We see those trends. We see how we're doing. That being said, when it comes to weight loss and fat loss, how to lose weight and body fat over time only occurs through getting your calories in check. So calories, and I always say this, and I know many of you guys who are not new to Hot Healthy Never Hungry may have heard me say this before, but calories are the fuel our body needs, just like a car needs gasoline. And calories are what either helps us maintain our weight, gain weight, or lose weight. Eating in a calorie deficit one day or one week is not going to produce a massive amount of progress. It has to be done consistently. But basically, the only way to lose body fat, even if you're eating high protein, even if you're eating delicious foods that are super good for your metabolism, even if you are having all these fancy schmancy supplements that we think are doing so many things for us, you will not lose fat regardless if you don't get your calories in check. And what it means to get your calories in check is you need to eat less than what you burn to lose body fat. Period, point blank, like non-negotiable. We're not fighting about this, guys. So that's why when you think about beginner weight loss and getting to basics, you could be doing so many things, whether you are a beginner or especially if you're more advanced on your journey. But if you don't understand that core concept and how to execute that and understand your metabolism, you will not go anywhere on your weight loss journey, which is so incredibly frustrating. But that is why when even when I work with more advanced clients, it's actually really interesting when we go back to basics and we realize they weren't doing the basic things right, even though they were more advanced, even though they were hitting a you know 130 grams of protein and going to CrossFit or an Orange Theory or Barry's Boot Camp or doing all these cool strength training workouts, like the basics and the calorie deficit has to be top of mind. That being said, what I do also want to point out here is I touched upon why weight loss and fat loss are different, but I also just want to highlight that when you begin to gain muscle on your fitness journey, which sometimes for beginners, it is important, but I'd say for especially women who are more advanced and going to the gym already on their fitness journey, even if like maybe nutrition, they're a beginner in nutrition, but not a beginner when it comes to fitness, your body composition is always the thing that I want to focus on. So your body composition basically describes your fat, your muscle mass, and like really what makes up your weight. And that's actually a big differentiator between just losing weight versus, oh, are you, I call it transforming your body. Like, are you losing fat, building muscle at the same time and really changing how you look? So when it comes to weight loss, why it's important to think about how gaining muscle comes into play and what the scale shows is fat and muscle can weigh the same. I mean, anything can weigh the same, but they take up different amounts of space on your body. So if you are doing this intense strength training program, you're eating in a calorie deficit, you're structuring your diet, you're eating high protein, all the things I often talk about on here, 
you might not see as much weight loss versus that diet you've done before that, yes, produced a lot of weight loss really quickly. And I also just want to point out that diet was unsustainable, hence why you are here, girlfriend. So it really didn't work because you gained the weight back. But that's where understanding what realistic progress looks like. I do have a former episode. If you guys scroll back and just even search it, it is on progress tracking. If you search hot, healthy, never hungry progress tracking in iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to the show, you'll be able to hear that episode for more details on how to track your progress as well. But I do just want to mention that gaining muscle is going to impact the scale and it's going to impact even how you are tracking your progress. So it's very important to know that going into your journey, because I do find one of the biggest things that happens for many clients is they only view progress, especially when they're beginning their journey as the scale going down. But especially as you get closer and closer to that goal weight, especially if you do live a very active lifestyle, it is really important to understand that the basics don't just mean, okay, I'm eating in a deficit. We're seeing weight loss every week. It's actually understanding on a deeper level how your metabolism works. And part of that is understanding how body composition comes into play. Okay. On that note, if you are trying to get back to basics, babes, let's do this. I want to share four lessons that will help you go back to basics on your weight loss journey and really maximize your progress overall. Okay. The first lesson I want to teach you today is focusing on consistent mealtimes. Now, there are so many mistakes you can make on a fitness journey from eating too many processed diet foods, and I might be calling you out right now. Maybe you are always going for the low-calorie, low-sugar, no-sugar, you know, protein powder, supplement, diet food bars, diet food, frozen meal items. I mean, whatever it is, there's so many out there. But you might be eating too many diet foods. You might be cutting out entire food groups like carbs. You know, that's probably the biggest thing I hear from clients that they're cutting out carbs from their diet, especially bread and potatoes, because we think they're really bad for us. You might be skipping meals. You might be exercising for calorie burn because you know a calorie deficit is important, but you are really focusing on, okay, how can I eat as little as possible, right? And I could actually explain each and every one of these items individually, each of them. Probably are going to have to be a mini episode on the podcast. Let me know if you guys want it. But ultimately, when you do these things and they don't work, I sometimes find it helpful not to explain sometimes always what you are doing wrong, but actually give you a solution for what's going to help move this ball forward on your weight loss journey. And because you aren't consistent, I can actually look back and think with many of these examples, many of the things that you might be struggling and stuck doing that you are actually not consistent because you aren't eating consistently. So one of the first lessons when you are going back to basics on your weight loss journey is not that eating consistent is going to rev up your metabolism because you could eat one meal a day. You could technically eat five meals a day. That as much as it, you know, I do want to promote eating consistently and balance throughout the day. Now, technically you could eat one meal a day for the rest of your life and lose body fat, be healthy. But I would really just argue for fat loss and muscle gain, especially if you are active and even blood sugar management, eating more consistently is a far better and more realistic approach for for people. And obviously this is not the podcast about extremes guys. Like, you know, I want to make this fit your life. I don't know anyone that's like, I only want to eat one meal a day. Like I want to eat multiple times a day. Let's be real. But going back to why I want to really recommend having consistent meal times is because when you have consistent meal times, you have what I call as a rhythm of eating. You have a very habitualized habit around eating. And oftentimes when you eat at consistent meal times, 
you're eating consistent foods and consistent portions at those meals. So that's why one of the first things I always do with clients inside of the membership and inside of 90 Day Fit Bay Body when it comes to setting up a plan is we have to nail down your meal times even before we get that calorie deficit number or alongside you get that calorie deficit number because you need to know when you are eating and roughly what meal times they are and what's that rhythm. Because if you have your calorie budget, That actually will help you determine how many calories at this meal, how many calories at that meal. And then you can reverse engineer this, as I like to say, which is, you know, all part of the the first thing you do when you join any of our programs so we can know your schedule. So a meal schedule is really important. It's also going to make sure that you are eating consistently and feeling really good. Typically, because I do get asked this question a lot, having your meals evenly spaced and also having the calories evenly distributed throughout the day. I mean, snacks can be smaller. Sometimes my breakfast is smaller. I like to eat more in the evening. I also work out in the evening, so there's that. But having consistent meals, I cannot stress that enough, is so important. And I must also say, if you are coming into your weight loss journey as a beginner, or maybe you've gotten like off track more recently... If you are not eating consistently, it becomes very difficult for me as, you know, I'm a seasoned dietitian. I've worked with a lot of clients. I'm going to be very blunt and transparent with you. When your diet is all over the place and you are not eating at consistent times, it feels chaotic. I know most women probably recognize this, but if you are maybe the 1% of women who might not recognize this, it's important to understand that you can't then expect calorie tracking one week and one day to just work for you. And what I mean by this is if your eating is really chaotic and you're not eating at consistent times, it becomes really difficult to coach because you don't have consistent habits even around your meal times developed. So it's going to make your calories chaotic. It's going to make your macros and how you distribute them throughout your day and throughout meals and throughout the week very chaotic. So one of the first things I do with clients who do have chaotic eating is we actually focus on consistent meal times to then build that foundation before I give a ton more feedback and advice. Because if you don't have consistent meal times, I would say that actually has to come before we even implement calorie tracking or else calorie tracking is going to feel very overwhelming, very chaotic, and you're going to be like fighting yourself a lot. Okay. Beyond consistent meal times, one of the other lessons that I've been very excited to share with you to help bring you back to basics is you have to focus on the basic portion sizes at meals and specifically just focus on balanced meals, guys. Balanced meals are so important because they enhance your metabolism. They help you get full. And truthfully, regardless of what your goals are, meaning if you want to lose 50 pounds or in your last few pounds on your journey. And yes, the specific calories and macros in your diet and in your plan might be different person to person, but the general the general vibe of your meals should really be the same regardless of how much weight you want to lose. Also, regardless of where you live. Now, I work with women all over the world. So I'm very aware that we have different preferences. I mean, my clients in Australia, it is winter when it is summer here and vice versa. So, you know, you have to know the vibe, right? It's pumpkin spice right now as I'm recording this, but it's like, okay, in the future, you know, they're not going to be having it at the same time. So you have to know the vibe. You have to know what's realistic for you. But ultimately, we need to transition your focus from cutting out foods, restricting, and this don't eat this mentality, and instead focus on what your plate needs. Because similar to consistent meal times, oftentimes what I see with many women who are more advanced or they're trying to become more advanced and they have many of the basics down, but then they're trying to get it next level, or they are brand new to their journey, is they really struggle with knowing what should be on their plate. And in very simple terms, when I am referring to a balanced plate, I am referring to having carbs that pack fiber in them typically, bonus points for that, but carbs, proteins, and veggies. I've been quoted a lot. 
especially inside of our programs, and mentioning having about half your plate as veggies, non-starchy veggies, about a fourth your plate as carbohydrate, and about a fourth your plate as protein. Now, as you get more advanced, we can customize these portions to your specific body, but the typical vibe of most of your balanced meal plates should really be the same. And why I say this is because for many women, even like becoming more advanced on their journey, what I often see is you might be hitting calories or macros thinking that, okay, yes, I'm getting the basics right, but what you're eating isn't really nourishing, isn't really you know, you could be eating 100 grams of protein a day, but is if it's all through diet food products and you're not eating a lot of wholesome, good for you foods, that's an issue, right? Just like you could be eating wholesome foods, but if you're going over your calories, okay, that's why we're not seeing progress. So balanced meals are really important. They help with appetite management. They're important for your health. They're incredibly important for your body composition. And I will say getting back to basics for myself, this is something I always bring myself back to basics with. When I find myself eating a lot more processed food products, cutting corners, being quick, or honestly, just not always nailing down my portions at these meals. I use that as a personal benchmark for myself. I think about the balance plate and I think at my meal, even without seeing those portion sizes, what is on my plate and what does it look like? And I'll say, as you get more advanced, another strategy that I use for myself and with my clients is, okay, I have these portions on my plate, but there's a difference between having veggies and like really having veggies, right? Adding two cherry tomatoes on like a sandwich, I really wouldn't call that a portion of veggies, right? I would say, okay, if I'm if I'm trying to improve my health and really focus on my fat loss goals and be very intentional, I want, you know, whether it's half a plate of veggies or okay, maybe I'm making a bowl meal. I always I always give a shout out to bowl meals, guys. And what that means is I am having this bowl meal and I'm adding two cups of veggies or one cup from the two cherry tomatoes I had on that sandwich before. All these foods can fit. Any food can really fit your fat loss goals when you understand your calorie budget. But focusing on balanced meals is so important and really basic thing that's overlooked. Okay, the third lesson I need to teach you today is on tracking your progress because when you are recommitting yourself to your fat loss journey, If you don't track your progress or you don't track it the right way, you're going to be unable to really gauge your progress over time. And I know for many women, the scale can be just such a negative thing. And for some, it's very motivating. I do want to acknowledge that too. I know for myself, I've gotten to the point where it's just very motivating for me and it's just a gauge and the number doesn't affect me. And I always want my clients to reach that place too. But when you are not tracking your progress, you really have nothing to compare your results to over time. And whether you care for the scale or don't, the reality is you do need mechanisms in place for you to be able to understand what's happening with your body over time. And so I always say, if the scale is triggering for you, it's not my job and responsibility to say, okay, Susie, you have to go on the scale. You have to weigh in every day. I know some of my clients aren't ready for that. Maybe we're building momentum and and celebrating what I call as non-scale victories and focusing on habits and focusing on feeling good until we get that courage and we have some momentum built, especially if the scale is really controlling you right now. But I do think, especially on a weight loss journey, if you don't ever address how uncomfortable the scale is making you, it's not the scale. It's something going on within you. So I would say whether that is with a therapist, whether that is discussing with a dietitian like us and being able to explore and really even journal on your own why the scale is controlling you so much, that's really important because it is going to hold you back because really with how we do things at TSN, 
And it isn't just TSN. I think any dietitian, any physician, any personal trainer would relate that if we don't understand how you are progressing, we're not going to understand how you're doing. In the medical field, for instance, if you tried a medication, we would want to see, okay, how is your blood sugar or blood pressure reacting, right, after you implement those changes? With fitness, if you are lifting weights and you're getting stronger, if you don't know that you went from a five-pound dumbbell to a 20-pound dumbbell over time, you wouldn't know that you were getting stronger. And the same is with the scale. If we can view the scale in that way where it's just gauging the progress, if you don't go up and wait one day in the gym, you're not a failure. Girl, like that shit takes time in the same with weigh-ins. So that's why I do recommend weighing in daily. And whether it's daily or a few days a week or even just one day a week to start, that is up to you. My personal preference is weighing in daily for my clients. And that way you can just track the lowest weight of the week. And then we're going to compare that to your habits over time. And that's where we're going to be able to see, okay, what is the trend with how you are doing? And that way too, you're also learning more about your body because similar to the body composition conversation, your body is going to fluctuate. It is normal hormones, water weight, travel bloat, eating bloat, you know, different food choices. You're constipated. You're, you know, having diarrhea. Like all of these things are going to impact the scale. Even doing a hard workout is going to impact the scale because literally working out is breaking down your muscle fibers and it's going to cause inflammation and water retention. So that's why weighing in daily is just one of these very easy ways that we can track the trends and some of the the things that get our weight off track, but have nothing to do with actual fat loss or fat gain. I also want to mention with tracking progress, because we did talk about body composition, you also have to be really cognizant about the other things that you are tracking on your fitness journey. Now for my 90 day Fit Bay body clients and my membership clients, you guys do have access to the stuck to slaying weight loss mini course. And you can even, if you're not in any of our programs and you're really interested in progress tracking and really just understanding why you are stuck, because you're probably not tracking your progress and really understanding these basics. Um, we do have that course on my site as well. It's a mini course really helpful as well. And it is included in all of our programs. But I mentioned this because inside of that mini course, I actually discuss how the scale should never, I repeat, never be the only thing that you are tracking on your fat loss journey. You also have to track your progress in other areas from non-scale victories to measurements to progress photos to really see those body composition changes. So I really want to just stress when you are beginning a weight loss journey, don't just wing it and say, I'm going to start to eat healthy. Let's hope the scale goes down. And then you're just weighing yourself every day, expecting every day for the scale to go down. That is setting yourself up for failure. As part of getting the basics right, you have to have really strong expectations and intentions for how you are tracking your progress and put these things in place so that way you're not getting emotional, that way you're not getting overwhelmed, and you really have this idea about what progress should you be seeing. Because let me tell you, when you are crash dieting, going keto, going very low carb, restricting everything... I am sure you don't have strong mechanisms in place for how you're tracking your progress. And that was part of the problem and part of why many women also give up on their weight loss journeys when they're on the cusp of greatness. One of my absolute favorite quotes is when you are on the cusp of greatness, you will want to give up. And I actually on my arm have a tattoo, never give up. It's just a mantra I love in life. Like whenever, you know, even I have moments where I want to give up on things. That's why this mantra is so ingrained into TSN. It literally is on my arm, guys. It's a big ass tattoo. If you've ever seen it, I'm sure. And it just is so relevant to this conversation because you have to have these mechanisms in place so you understand your expectations, you understand your intentions, and you understand really how you are going to know if you're seeing progress or not. Okay, the final lesson I want to share with you today is on fun foods because this is actually very important when you're getting the basics right on your weight loss journey. And I think for most of the women listening to this show, this will really resonate with you. And it is this, my lesson for you is I do not want you to be scared of fun foods 
And I actually want you to learn how to fit them into your calorie budget. Now, I know for many women, having discipline is important. I will say, I am like you guys. I'm literally you. When I am trying to get fitter, one of the first things I think about in my diet is, okay, where am I getting off track? And I will say, as someone more advanced on their journey, who is very knowledgeable on nutrition, obviously, as a dietitian and teaching all of you guys this, I often look at some of the habits that aren't great in my diet. And that's not a bad thing. Discipline is not a bad thing. But I always explain that there is a very big difference between discipline and random ass restriction, (laughs) restriction where you're just cutting things out because you think they're bad, right? One of the best activities I've done with clients before is when they say things are so bad and they're so stuck in this all or nothing dieting mentality, I ask them why. And they say, well, isn't it fattening? Well, then we go back to, okay, what causes fat gain? Fat gain happens when you consume more calories than your maintenance calories. And because of that, you're entering a surplus. And when you do that consistently over time, that's what causes fat gain. For that specific food, you know, oftentimes it's a more processed, refined grain food with sugar, maybe super high in fat, you know, whatever it could be, right? High in fat, meaning higher in calories, typically whatever food it is. When you eat that food, maybe you're not getting other nutrients in your diet and that's where it's causing you to overeat and go over your budget or whatever reason it could be. But I kind of explain it this way to show you that there is no reason to be afraid of any food. In fact, anything can technically fit in. However, your intense fear of it and avoidance of it is actually causing a problem here because you're actually just being restrictive instead of understanding and it being empowered with what you want to include in your diet. No joke, guys. No joke. Before this podcast today, I am messaging with one of my clients and I've been working with her for a hot minute. She really struggles with weekend overeating and we actually unpacked that. You know, She always thought it was willpower and I just can't do it. And she actually realized, wow, like I'm under eating. Some of my portions aren't right during the week, but then the weekend, I always have that like fuck it mentality kick in. I have one thing, boom, it sets me off for this cascade of like, fuck it. Like, let's just have fun this week and let's start again Monday. And part of the reason was because she's been so afraid of fun food. She's been so scared to get off track because she has been getting off track. Now you think discipline is really what I'd emphasize with her, but actually she shared with me, she would have a few bites of something this past weekend. And by having a few bites of it, it has actually allowed her to ask herself the question, is this worth it for me? So before she would just feel guilty and then overeat it, but now she's like exploring, okay, I'm having it. I'm not feeling guilt around it, but she's actually realizing in those moments, there are many opportunities where she might have something. And and you guys all have been in my shoes and her shoes before where you have a bite of something and you're like, that isn't even worth it. That actually happened to me recently. And I was like, I really wish I didn't just have that because it really wasn't worth it. It really wasn't something that I loved. And I'd say on a weight loss journey, you have to be so intentional about what is worth it for you. But on that note, bringing back to the lesson, which is I don't want you guys to be afraid of fun foods. I want you to figure out how to work them into your calorie budget. This is so important when you are setting up your fitness journey, because there might be a point in time where you do need to up-level and set boundaries and intentions around many of the foods you're eating, because you do want to make sure you're getting enough of the good-for-you foods on your plate. But at the same time, restrictions will ultimately lead you to fail. And restrictions, if you are heavily struggling with your weight loss journey right now and you're stuck listening to this episode, they're not going to work. They're going to sabotage you. So that's why, whether it's going out to eat, whether it's with alcohol, whether that's just with your daily portion sizes... I really want to encourage you to be thoughtful and intentional about what foods you really enjoy, what is worth it for you, and planning ahead of time. Because if you plan ahead of time, you can fit them into your calorie budget. 
You can fit them into your week and you can fit them into your life. That is going to be so important and a lesson that will help you so incredibly much on your fitness journey. That is even why, in fact, when my clients, you know, take a two week hiatus and end up going to Europe, even while in coaching, they maintain, sometimes even lose, but they maintain within one or two pounds of the weight they were because they realize that, hey, even if I'm going a little bit higher calorie because I'm on this once in a lifetime trip to Greece or Italy or wherever it is. I can eat the pasta, I can eat this, and it's not a big deal. And even that, like, remember, maintenance is progress, guys. Maintaining your weight while including amazing, delicious, fun foods and traveling and going out, like, that is progress. And that comes down to knowing your meal schedule and knowing that consistent eating time. That also comes down to having balanced meals while you're even including those fun foods. You can fit that pizza in, right? Pizza or pasta, and then you're pairing some protein. Maybe you're ordering a side salad with chicken and you're splitting it with your hubby or whoever. Then you're also going to be able to gauge your progress and know, okay, hey, like this week I had a little bit more fun. I'm being reflective of my habits. I'm not going to let it freak me out. I just was on a six-hour flight to Europe. Or if you come from California, girl, like that's a very, very long flight. Let me tell you, I'm an East Coast girl at heart. And then that way you won't be as scared about these fun foods because truthfully, these basic things are going to take you so far in your journey. Bringing logic and balance into your journey is what every woman I wish social media preached a lot more. So I hope this episode helped you out on the four lessons to bring back to your weight loss journey. And I know once you nail down these lessons and implement them in your life, you will absolutely crush it and see so much more success. Hey, girlfriend, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about eating right for fat loss and never gaining weight back, I'll be continuing this party on Instagram where you can find me at sorority.nutritionist posting inspiration every single day. Also, if you're wondering where to get started on your journey, be sure to head to the sororitynutritionist.com backslash quiz to take my free quiz that will tell you why you aren't losing weight and what you can begin to do about it so you can see progress faster. You can also find any other links and resources mentioned in the show at the sororitynutritionist.com under free resources. I hope you have such a beautiful day and I will see you next time, girlfriend.